We Infuse Podcast, episode number 37. Welcome to the We Infuse Podcast. My name is Dylan McCabe, and in every episode, we give you a behind-the-scenes look at the infusion practice, and we interview owners and key executives and thought leaders in the infusion space so that you can get the insights and tools you need to have a thriving infusion practice. Now, in this episode, I'm going to talk with our very own team members at We Infuse, Andrew Dennis and Cecile Franca, and they are going to unpack how to transition to We Infuse. I'm sure there are many of you out there listening that have thought, you know what, we would love that software, but we just don't know if we have the time or the energy to implement a new platform. Well, we're going to dispel some of the myths that you may have as you're thinking about how difficult it might be and talk about how it really boils down to three simple steps. And step one is once you sign up, you schedule a kickoff call. And in that kickoff call, you and the implementation team plan out a timeline with checkpoints along the way, and you get online learning and all sorts of things to prepare you for the next step. And step number two is in-person training. You're going to get a lot of hand-holding and really world-class customer service. The implementation team will fly out the day ahead of your go-live. The day you're there, they'll be there every step of the way and even the following day. And then step three is ongoing support, which is second to none. You're going to learn all about uh, what it takes, and you're going to also hear a couple of stories. I'll call them story A, story B, story A of when implementation went incredibly well, we're going to talk about why, and story B, when implementation was a bumpy process, and we're going to talk about the things that that practice just didn't do that made it hard for everybody, and really what it boils down to is somebody taking the leadership to bring change and to work with our team, and we will work with you and make it happen every step of the way. All right, so let's listen to this conversation with Andrew and Cecile. All right. As I mentioned, we have special guests on the show today, and it's Cecile Franca and Andrew Dennis from our very own team. So, uh, Cecile and Andrew, thanks for taking time to be on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yep. And what we're going to talk about today is once someone has made the big decision to say yes to We Infuse, they know they want to save time, save money, streamline processes, and really take their infusion center infusion practice to the next level. The next step is using the system, onboarding, implementation. So today we're going to address some big scary notions of what you know. What is that change going to look like? How much time will it require? What's the money involved? What does the process look like? And this is just going to be a great overview of of the whole process. So you really go into it knowing, beginning with the end in mind, you know what you're getting into, and you're going to be really excited about it every step of the way. So, Andrew, I'll start with you. What's what's the first thing you want people to know about implementing We Infuse? So we work based on your schedule, right? So as soon as I, I get the notification from sales that the deal has been done, we set up an initial introduction and kickoff call. And no matter what, the first question I'm going to ask is, what's your timeline look like, right? So that goes right into the time aspect. How long until you want to be live with the app? So we have a good, so then we can go ahead and get a baseline together as to how much time do we have to work with? And then I can kind of detail out the steps and how much time we're going to need for each individual step. So the first step in the process, you schedule a kickoff call, you kind of go over the process and you discuss timeline. I think I think a lot of people might be thinking, oh, gosh, this is going to take hours away from my staff and this and that, the other. But my thing is, is, well, how much time is it costing you to not use WeInfuse? 
And that's what I used to talk with people about. Let's let's just count the hours now of doing things by paper and having your nurses having to chart when they're all done, do all this stuff and all these steps. How much time is that costing you? How painful is that? How much money are you losing? Time are you losing? So to address that issue of time is so critical, but I, I think it's really important for people to know that this is going to save them a lot of time. And so in that kickoff call, what, what's a good expectation if, if things go well, not perfectly, but if, if what do you kind of coach people along to say, this is a good way to do it? Are we talking six months, a year, two weeks? Yeah, no, I always estimate around 30 to 45 days, right? I think a month is a good, good timeline. It's a good baseline to work with. Um, you know, we, we've seen all ends of the spectrum, Cecile and I both, like I've had some clients go live within three or four days, and then I've had some that have taken six, seven months. So it really just depends on, you know, the scope of the project, you know, how big of, of, of a client are we working with here? And then honestly, just how, how willing are they to, you know, knock out the steps that, and of the things that, that we ask of them, right? Like we will never overload, you know, anyone with too much work. So even though I say 30 days, it's not like, you're going to spend 30 days focused just on William Fuse. You still have your practice to run. Everyone's got individual jobs to do. So obviously we're mindful of that, but we do need a few hours from you at least a week in order to, uh, to hit that, that at least that 30 day window. And you guys have done a lot of implementations, you know, Cecile, I'd like to hear your perspective, especially from with your background and consulting and, and stuff like that before you join the We Infuse team and working with so many of these practices what would you say is one of the biggest, you know, not I wouldn't call it a red flag, but one of the biggest challenges for somebody really having a smooth process to implement We Infuse? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say um, one of the keys is always finding like your your one point of contact or project manager, maybe one to two, depending on how many locations there are at your client who you know you can go to with, hey, here are all of your options. These are all the steps that need to get done. Like, can you help me get the full team on board and ready to go? I think finding like kind of your one project champion um, with the client leading up to their go live is always um, one of one of the biggest keys. Because um, if you don't kind of have the point of contact on their side, it's it can be pretty difficult to, to get things done. That's such a good point. You know, you, if you get too many cooks in the kitchen, things don't go too smoothly. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's, cha- that's change in any scenario. I mean, if somebody doesn't lead the charge and say, okay, I'm going to own this process and at least be the point person to see how it's going, following up, it's it's not going to go well. So that's great that that we infuse leads, leads toward that direction. And so once you have that kickoff call, you discuss timeline, you get good expectations on what they can do, the resources they have, the time they'd like to implement it in, then, then what? Paperwork. A lot of paperwork. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying exactly what I'm going to tell anyone who gets on a kickoff call with me. Um, because our, our pretty much after we get the introductions, yes, we, we, we have a timeline. We may have a few project champions. We have some contacts, but we do, we need a little bit more detail, right? So we need a, you know, a staff list. We need to know who's going to be accessing the app. Uh, any vendors that you're going to be working with, you know, your your product list, vendors, pricing, as much detail as you can give us, uh, you know, patient information so we can go ahead and do most of the heavy lifting and get that data imported before you go live. Um, so the sooner we can get all of that information over, the, the quicker we can, A, start working towards building out the actual location uh, for the app um, and then also getting the training tools uh, that the team's going to need. 
Gotcha. So it's going to take a little work in the beginning. You got to go, you got to go uphill before you go downhill, but it's not too much uphill. It's not too much heavy lifting, but it is going to require some, some, some work up front. And I'd imagine, you know, for the, the uh, manager at an infusion center, director of operations or whoever it is, that's really leading the charge. They're thinking, how am I going to get my customer data to we infuse? I know that comes up all the time. So is that something where you guys are like, hey, just here's three videos, figure it out? Or is it more of we're going to help you and, you know, walk you and hold you by the hand? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we'll help out every step of the way, right? Like the, the import process, like while we can't actually pull the data for you uh, through whatever software you're currently using to, to house all the patient information, um, you know, we provide templates, uh, spreadsheets, and I, I'll even go farther step most of the time if people don't have the time. Uh, to kind of format it exactly how we need it to be. Well, it's like, just get me the raw data, whatever patient information you can, I'll do the rest, right? I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll clean it up and we'll do all that for you. But, you know, I'm, we're, we're always available by email, phone. I mean, Cecilia and I have pretty much lived on, on Zoom for the past year. Um, so we're no strangers to just being on being available uh, pretty much at any time. Yeah, and I think even to add on to that, um, especially over the past couple of years, we've really improved both the way we do patient imports and we've built out a lot of integrations on our side. So um, for clients that have live integrations with their um, RCM or EHR systems, a lot of times we can pull back all of their patient info automatically and kind of have those patient profiles connected. So um, there've been a a lot of cool developments on, on that side over the last few years that I think are kind of continuing to improve that process. That's great. Yep. Connecting systems. It's just, it's, it's, you guys have put, I know because of, of uh, being behind the scenes and knowing what happens at we infuse, I know how much energy has been put into developing connections and streamlining things and making it easy, bottom line, making it simple. And so, so once you have that, you have that kickoff call, you set some timelines up, you get some forms filled out, then what happens? So that's when we get into the, I, I say the the fun part, which is training. Um, the great thing about training is we have tons of resources, right? Like we we built out uh, an entire website dedicated to online training um, called We Infuse You. Uh, it's great. I get we get constant good feedback um, from it. Series of small 10, 15, 20 minute courses that that the clients can take. Um, then they get an actual like certification uh, built in that says once they once they completed everything, they say that we infuse certified, right? Um, but not everyone wants to take that approach. Uh, not everyone wants to sit and do online learning. Um, some prefer to j- jump on Zoom. They want a real-time demo. Um, so the whole team, I mean, all of us, not, not even just Cecile and I, but we have our new teammate, Evan. We have the support team. Uh, they're more than happy to jump on and do training as well. Um, so we have plenty of resources on that side to do real-time training. And then, of course, a big part of the implementation role is on-site travel. Um, I know, you know, in a in the past year or so because of COVID and whatnot, it's, it's been a little tricky. Um, but, you know, things are starting to stabilize a bit now. And, you know, if someone, they want on-site training, they want, want us to go sit in a room with the staff for a day or two, we can make that happen. So you guys give options. I mean, is this something that I, I'd assume with COVID, some people probably want the online training versus other people who might want the in-person. <clears throat> So, so once you guys schedule that, that let's say it's an in-person implementation and they're going to, they're going to support it with the, we infuse you. 
What does that look like? I mean, are you guys there for a day, kind of trying to give them a crash course? Are you there for a few days? What do you try to cover? Yeah, it depends on the scope. Um, so if we're there, you know, as a, as a pre-visit before go live, I, I'll usually estimate a, at least one full day, if not two, um, usually make the second kind of like a half day for travel time. Um, Cause I feel like one full day on site um, is usually enough, as long as we can get everyone that's going to be using the app involved is usually enough time to cover most of the detail, right? Um, the perfect example is just a few, uh, about a month or so ago, I was on site with a client just for training two weeks before their go live date. Uh, I spent, I spent two days, spent one at each location. Um, and we were able to, I was able to basically sign a boardroom for eight hours uh, and just the, the different team members would come in uh, every hour and we would cover specifically what they're going to be doing in the app. Right. So we kind of cater it to what the team needs. Like I'm more than happy if they want to do a classroom environment and we're just going to cover the app from start to finish and just absolutely cover everything. Or if we want to detail it out and just say, well, I just want to see the clinical side for the nursing team. Cool. We'll, we'll take an hour and a half, two hours, however long they need. And we'll cover just that. Now let's, let's, let's have story time here because people love stories. And I'd like to, Cecile, I'd like to start with you and just share a story of when an in-person implementation went really well, and we don't need to name the infusion center and name people or whatever, but just let's share a, a, a story of when one went really well and why. And I, I think it'd be good for people to know that, that if, if we want to have the experience that those folks had, we really need to have our act together and we need to make, you know, give a serious go at this and it needs to look a certain way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one example that, that comes to mind, um, I was on site for an implementation. Um, this was actually during the go live week. So when we go on site for an implementation, like over the actual go live, um, we're usually there for around three days. So we get there the day before the go live, kind of make sure everything's set. Um, the schedule's looking good for the next day and we infuse inventories loaded, kind of just make sure everything's good to go. Um, we stay there for the day of go live and then kind of check in the next day as well, just to make sure things are still, um, running smoothly. Um, and I think kind of the, for this particular one, I'm, I'm thinking of, I, I got there the day before. Um, and by the time I arrived, they had actually already entered all of their orders and we infuse for the entire upcoming week. Um, they had the schedule built out all the way through the entire week and they had finished um, kind of a lot of the training pieces that we had gone over previously. So they had entered all the verification and authorization info for their, their orders and their upcoming patients already. Um, so that way, when, when I got there and we were, you know, the day before getting ready to, to get going, um, all they really had to focus on was getting their inventory loaded, kind of figuring out the logistics of, okay, I want my vial scanners to go here. I have, you know, two laptops on my two laptop cards and I'm going to roll them around. They could kind of start thinking through the details of like all of those logistics um, the day before they even went live. Um, and they kind of set themselves up to just the next day hit the ground running. Um, I think a lot of the times if you if you get to a go live and there's, there's kind of panic or people are stressed, um, it can be just because a lot of the information that needs to be entered and we infuse beforehand hasn't been entered. Um, so every successful go live I can think of the teams were just kind of ready to go, um, already the day before with the info entered. And that makes, that makes the day of go, go really smoothly. 
That's good stuff. And so how were they able to do that? Was it because they spent time in the We Infuse You and they just had really smooth communication with you guys and did everything? I assume you guys have some sort of, some sort of checklist of things they need to knock out before you get there. Yeah, I think the the key was, so yes, they went through We Infuse You, they, they finished all of their training. Um, and then we kind of give them a checklist of, okay, here are all the things you need to do before go live. You need to make sure your patients and your orders are entered. You have to make sure your appointments are on the schedule. Um, the day before you want to count your inventory. And then the morning of is when you're actually going to uh, finish your treatment documentation and we infuse kind of work off the schedule um, and go from there. So once they got through, we infuse you, they kind of had like two or three dedicated team members that just went through, made sure all of the orders were entered, got all of their questions out about kind of the pre-treatment workflow um, for basically the two weeks leading up to the actual go live and leading up to my visit on site. Um, And I think that kind of preparation and kind of like I was saying before, those dedicated team members who uh, were just kind of all over it um, made it really easy the day of. That's good. And, you know, as a podcast host, I can say this because nobody can fire me. But I, I think the takeaway here is for the infusion center operator manager listening to this. This is on you to a large degree to make sure you're ready for the in-person training. This is on you. You don't you know, if you hire a personal trainer to get in shape, you're not going to show up 10 minutes late and have eaten donuts that morning. And you're not going to be wearing, you know, blue jeans and a in a, you know, a jacket on that you can't move in. You're going to you're also going to be following a, a, a a diet plan. You're going to wear good clothes. You can work out it. You're going to do your work. The trainer is going to help you to get in shape, but you're also going to do your part. And I, and I think this is very similar that if you don't do what's what's required of you and take responsibility and take action and get ready for that go live, it's going to be a, a, a more difficult process. So it's just great that you guys have so many stories of where it went well. So let's shift gears. And Andrew, I'm going to let you share a story and we don't have to name any names. We're not here to throw stones at anybody, but let's, let's, let's share a real story of when it didn't go well and, uh, and talk about how, how did it become so difficult? Yeah, it's pretty much going to be the exact opposite of Cecile's <laughs> example. Uh, you know, the, the, I've, I've been on a few that have gone South. I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to be successful eventually. It may take us a little bit longer than the targeted date, right? Um, but especially if we're traveling out uh, to be on site, it, it helps, you know, the, 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 having someone physically there, it, it, it really is a game changer. Um, but the, I would say probably the, the horror story that I, I've shared with, uh, with other clients on, Hey, this is how things could go wrong. Um, you know, I, again, I rely on the client to set up the timeline. If you say you want to go live June 1st, that's the, that's the target I'm going to put down. And that's what we're going to aim for. So in theory, I would be there on June 1st. So ideally you want everything in place, right? You want the orders to be put in. You want your insurance verifications to be loaded. You want your patient data there, your inventory, you know, and again, I'm there a day prior to help out with as much as I can. But the day that I show up before go live, nothing had been done. And I'd already gotten that vibe because, you know, I kind of keep tabs on everything up till that, t- that time hits. Um, and, you know, I can only reach out so many times to say, hey, you kind of need to do this. Uh, otherwise it's going to make things a little bit more stressful, you know, not, not just, not just for me. I'm not too worried about it. I'm, I live and breathe in the app all day long, right? Like I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm here to help as much as I can, but your team's going to be stressed. That's just a reality. If I show up and I'm saying, Hey, I'm here with we infuse. I'm here to get the app ready. I had a, I had one of the users say, what's we infuse. 
Right? Oh, that's, that's, that's a big red flag. That's a major <laughs> red flag. If they have no idea who you are, and then you're saying, hey, well, we're trying to roll out new software, it leads to a couple of bad attitudes. Um, you know, people don't like you very much <laughs> if you show up with, uh, with no notice on their end. Um, at the end of the day, we did go live. It took us a few more weeks. Uh, we did get there. Um, but that visit, you know, again, the onsite visit helped. We just didn't go live when we had hoped to. Um, but yeah, that, that'd probably be the worst. So I, I always say like the, the attitude matters and communication, right? We need to make sure that the entire team is involved uh, and that proper expectation is set. Like, again, the date is what you set. I, I, it has no bearing on me. If you say June 30th, then it'll be June 30th. If it's June 1st, that's what you decided is best for your team. And I'm going to work to make that happen. But it goes back to what you were saying about, yes, there is some heavy lifting initially that needs to be done. Otherwise, you're not going to hit that date. That's so good. And so for anybody listening to this, you know, I'll call the first story Infusion Center A and the second story Infusion Center B for bad. Don't be Infusion <laughs> Center B. Don't go through that experience. Don't put yourself through it or your team through it. And I, and I think that goes with anything. I mean, any bringing about any change in any organization is going to require some work, some ownership, and some preparation for things to go smoothly. And we want that. We want a smooth takeoff. Uh, we don't want to get the plane on the runway and then all of a sudden we have to sit there on the tarmac for three hours. No one likes that. So uh, make sure that you and your team can have a smooth transition. And the cool thing is, what stands out to me about that, Andrew, is that you got you still got implemented. I mean, you guys are hanging in there. You're gonna get you're gonna get your hands dirty with the client. You guys are gonna do whatever it takes, and I know that uh, from watching you guys operate. So, so once you do that, you've had the kickoff call. The paperwork's been done. They want to look like Infusion Center A and have the, they've gone through. We infuse you. They're ready for you when you when you get there. You're there the day uh, before they go live. You're there the day they go live to make sure there's no, you know, they don't they don't get uh, they don't encounter any obstacles they can't get past. And you're there the next day as well. Then what? What does support look like from that moment forward? So I, I love bragging about the support response times. I know Cecile does too. <laughs> we uh, we take pride in the uh, in the response times because we have you know obviously. Any, anyone on the implementation side can still be used as a resource, right? We do strongly encourage that they rely on the support team, uh, mostly because the, the turnaround time response time is going to be much quicker than, you know, Cecile, myself, Evan, any, anyone who's dealing with clients and trying to get, you know, another client implemented. We're usually tied up on calls. We may be on site. Like, it, it may not be as quick to reach us by phone or email. Um, but the support side, I mean, they generally respond within if you if you're able to get them on chat within a couple five to 10 minutes with, you know, if it's an email to support within the hour, I would say, Cecile. Right. That's usually about about right, because um, ev everyone chips in with support. I mean, pretty much everyone on the team, uh, which is great. So and, and, you know, we still have clients that they they prefer to have just one dedicated person. Right. So I always like describe it. Yes, I'm an implementation rep, you know, client success as a whole. Right. Client success is the umbrella that we fall under. Um, and I'm more than happy to field emails, um, from a client that went live three, four months ago, right? Like we don't want to make that the standard norm, obviously, but that's something that we do. Um, cause it just, you know, if they prefer that sometimes we have to make, we have to make change there. See, I think that's key because another thing that I would be thinking in my mind, <clears throat> if I'm leading this charge and say, well, listen, we need, we infuse, all right, so we know the timeline. We've addressed that. It's the, the, it is going to take a little time, but it's not going to take too much time. And it's and, and 
ultimately it's going to save us a ton of time. The next thing is energy. Do, do I and my team have the energy to carry this out? But if I'm hearing you correctly, it really sounds like you guys are doing a lot of handholding. You're doing, you've got the, we infuse you, you've got the in-person training, and then you're, you're really trying to maintain good response time. So you're trying to reduce the amount of energy it requires for a team to exert in this process. Yeah. And it's only, it's only getting better um, because that's a perfect segue. Uh, Cecile and I have spent the last two or three months now geeking out over a implementation app um, that we've been using uh, to kind of, to kind of map out what the entire process looks like, right? It's it's an app. Uh, I don't know if, if I can give a shameless plug because they're a fantastic company to work with so far. Um, but at the end, of the day, it's basically a giant workflow as where we start. You know, starting with that initial intro kickoff call, and then we map out every step of the way what not just we're going to be doing, but the client needs to do as well. Um, so it's a great tool for us internally to track where we are in the process. But we can also open that view up so that the client can see it as well. The client will automatically get emails triggered when they have a task due, right? Like maybe I build out the app and I get something ready for them. The app, when I mark my side is done, the client's going to automatically get an email to say, hey, this is what you need to do. Here's a list of instructions as to how to do it. Let us know when you're complete so we can go ahead and mark it as done and we can roll with the next step. Um, so Cecile and I, we built out <laughs> a really elaborate template and it's still changing as of yesterday. Um, I think right now we've got 19 or 20 active projects. So any client who comes on, they're going to be, they're going to be in that environment now. Um, and already we've gotten feedback from clients and they love it because they're able to just go in and see where they are in the process. It actually gives, we set the timeline in there. Um, if anything is due or late, or if there's an issue on our end, we need more detail. We can just send them an email right from there. It's just, it's a great tool. And I know Cecile probably has this exact same sentiment as me. But. No, definitely. Yeah, I think when you talk about like the energy it takes to kind of transition over to a new software, that, I mean, that implementation tool on our, our side has been helpful for us internally and for our clients. Um, but I also think like when you talk about the amount of energy involved, I think that's why kind of go lives, the day of the go live are, are so exciting because I think once you go through the process of getting the orders entered, getting the inventory loaded and getting ready for go live, um, usually by the end of the day on the first day, um, the two kind of biggest pieces of feedback I always get like the super tangible examples of, wow, this is going to make a big change in our process moving forward is the we infuse treatment note um, allows our clinical users to kind of document in real time as they work through the infusion appointment. So usually on the first day, their nurses close out their notes and they always make a comment about, wow, I've closed out all of my documentation a lot sooner than I usually do. Um, so I can finish all my end of day tasks and kind of just get out the door. Um, and then for our inventory users, um, the we infuse kind of inventory and, and buy and bill um, system kind of allows people to to predict all of the inventory they need you know for the week or the next two weeks really quickly and really efficiently um, versus having to go kind of line by line or appointment by appointment on on a spreadsheet um, so we always like even on the first day I always get comments from from our clients saying like wow this is going to save me so much time and this is really exciting so um, it is always cool to kind of get through all of that initial work to get to go live. And then literally after the first day or two, get comments like that. So it's, it makes the process kind of pretty exciting. 
Right. Oh, yeah. I always say and, I always yeah. say the first two weeks are the hardest, right? Like that's when you have the most work to do. But once everything's actually input and you're fully live, I mean, it's smooth sailing. It really is. It's so good. And I know you guys won't you guys won't pat yourselves on the back or promote yourselves. But I, I know from having been an account executive at We Infuse and still having uh, ties to you guys or to the, the company, I know that that the ownership of We Infuse regularly gets emails with positive feedback saying that was an amazing implementation. Andrew's awesome. Cecile is awesome. This is awesome. That's awesome. Our nurses love the infusion nurses know, like Cecile said, they're saving a ton of time. And we've, we've even gotten group emails from uh, nursing teams saying we love, we infuse. It's just, it's all worth it. When you have that big picture in mind, if you can just hang in there up front, do the work up front. And it's not a long time. We're not talking about a, a one year or six month process. It can be done. Like you said, in 30 to 45 days, if things are done smoothly. So I just love that. And, and, and it ends, it ends on a good note with the infusion center, you know, they're excited. You guys get to get to walk away excited too. So what, what else, what am I missing anything after that? What would you guys want to add to that? I mean, I think as, as far as implementations go, that, that really is the, the full process. We kind of, I mean, we're communicating with our clients really every step of the way. Um, we work really closely with our support team. So even after, after everyone goes live, um, we all kind of keep tabs on, you know, how, are, how everyone's doing, how much people are reaching out. Um, we keep tabs on uh, a feature request that any of our current clients send over. We actually have a meeting every Tuesday morning where we kind of discuss all of the feature requests that we've gotten from our clients um, as a team. And then, I mean, we're continuing to kind of build out new features every week and roll them out. So we, we stay in constant contact too with release notes and trainings for new features. We have a lot of exciting items on the roadmap. So once you get through implementations, I mean, there's, there's still a lot of exciting stuff to come. It's so good. And I can, I can kind of compare, we infuse the implementation process and the customer ongoing customer support to another, uh, you know, uh, other software platform and another vertical. It's huge, huge name. I won't, I won't mention all this podcast, but uh, we've used them as well in, in another business and we infuse by far outshines them as far as the training the implementation and the ongoing customer support. So I'm just super proud of the We Infuse team. And I think what anybody listening to this needs to know, simply put, there's really three simple steps. You have a kickoff call, develop a timeline, you start getting prepared. Step two, you have your in-person training. And then step three, you have ongoing support that's really just second to none. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to give an overview and I think anybody listening to this can really go into it with a what should have a really good grasp of what it looks like. Absolutely. Thanks again for having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, guys, I'm, I'm glad we could bring it together. I know you guys are traveling all over the United States and doing implementations via Zoom. And uh, so thanks again for joining the show. 
All right, guys, that's your overview of the implementation process. You can see it's really pretty simple. Step one is schedule that uh, kickoff call. Step two is your in-person training and implementation. And step three is ongoing support, which truly is second to none. I've worked with major software solutions, some of the top in the nation, uh, and they have not had as good of training and implementation as we infuse. So I'm very proud to be a part of the team and want to challenge you. If you haven't done so already, you need to, if you're not using we infuse you need to do yourself a favor and schedule a discovery call with one of our account executives and you will find out how incredibly effective we infuse is to save you time and save you money you'll be so glad you did all right guys this is dylan mccabe with the we infuse podcast and i will catch you in the next episode 